0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Personalized. Before we dive into the details on our guest, I wanted to let you guys know that we really appreciate your patience um, in this time, quarantine, isolation, uh, the virus who shall not be named, um, but not just with us, but with all podcasts. It means a lot to the podcasting community that we can still be able to work and people are still listening in. Speaking of community... Starting now, at the end of each episode, we are attaching ads from our fellow podcasters. So stick around after I come back and do some credit works to hear some sneak peeks of some really great podcasts. And you may find a personalized ad on one of their podcasts. And without further ado, our first guest of May is Melissa Medina. Melissa is a talented voice actress who has done tons and tons of work, including One Bad Night, Dancing, and XY Podcasts. If you think you haven't heard her voice before, I can assure you, you probably have. Vincent and Melissa recorded this episode a little while back, so we're really excited to get this out to you. With that being said, take it away, Vincent.
1: So, I, I mean, I guess really to start out, uh, so I'm, I'm a little semi-confused, but so are you currently living in Texas or just from Texas?
2: I'm from Texas. So, I was born and raised in Texas, and then, God, it's been like three years now I've been away from Texas, so.
1: What state do you live in now?
2: I live in Minnesota.
1: Oh. Is that? So, the only thing I ever hear about Minnesota is it's honestly in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um i mean you're not wrong um it's awesome i love minnesota um because i like the snow i like the cold so i'm happy
1: oh i love it too but it seems that like the only thing that alabama gives anyone is rain one day and then heat the other even in dead (laughs) winter
2: (laughs) uh yeah that sounds rough
1: like, I don't know if you could hear it now, but, like, it's, it's, like, it's pouring rain to the point where, like, we've had flash floods and thunderstorms all day. It's made my day job, living
2: hell. Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, I do hear it. And I was, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was rain or what, but it sounded like it. Yep.
1: Yeah. It, there's, like, literally, it's so loud here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you stay safe and don't drown they like, they, we, uh, Brendalyn had the news on before we started recording and like the, they, the first time I've seen in my life where the, they were given off a warning was just like, if you see shallow water on the road, uh, don't go through it because apparently people are getting stuck by thinking they can go through it. Oh no. Yeah. Not is there, good. is there snow there right now where you are? Or is it, what's oh, the weather yeah. like for you? It is
2: snowy. Um, it's been warming up though. So it, <laughs> <laughs> it warmed up to about twenty eight degrees, so you know there's that <laughs>
1: damn, that must <laughs> been, be nice.
2: <laughs> it's been in the negatives uh lately, and so you know, like snow accumulates here, so we've been having about three feet or so on the sides of the sidewalks and stuff, so it just starts mm-hmm. growing after a while
1: <laughs> um do you do you ever just like go out there and just make a snowman or is that just something only kids do now? <laughs>
2: Hell, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, Also, Snow Angels is really fun, as long as you have to, like, you kind of have to check to make sure there's (laughs) nothing dangerous underneath you, Mm -hmm. but yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) So, how did you, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there's, like, a long story, but in the shortest, how did you get from, um, you know, Texas? Because you said you'd been all over, you know, Texas. Um, How did you get from Texas to Minnesota? Like, that's, it's, I feel like, (laughs) from my understanding, that's a long fucking difference. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um in short nerdiness um Ooh. so uh yeah i wanted i wanted out of texas it was a little mm. much i got tied to the heat you know all that um and uh so i looked <laughs> i created this like little algorithm for like um uh, weather politics cost of living job markets and stuff <laughs> and so literally just had it spit out the best options for me so originally i went to seattle and i lived there for a couple years but seattle got really expensive really quickly Mm -hmm. um and minnesota was comparable in every other way um so yeah and it was a hell of a lot cheaper so that's why i'm here
1: (laughs) (laughs) now your family lives back in texas right
2: yeah yeah they're all in south texas
1: do you ever take a trip there like an annual trip or or Uh, um, hell no
2: no (laughs) (laughs) no man i'm out i'm out (laughs) no not really i don't talk to him too much so it's all good
1: (laughs) i feel you um my uh my family lives in north carolina and like so like the only people here technically anywhere close to me is like my dad uh his wife um her parents and like you know and their side of the family kind of thing but like as far as me my dad like our side of the family and my mom's side and everything everybody's in North Carolina everybody oh, is in everything. so I- at least once a year either they're going or I'm going um sometimes both if we're lucky uh to North Carolina to visit you know for them to see their you know Pam's the other side of the family and dad's dad's family and my brother and then you know when yeah. then I go to see my mom and so I mean it's just it's always constant travel Most so most of the vacations is spent up trying to get up just to see the family <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but you got that like good north carolina food and stuff yeah
1: yeah i, I will say that it is it is pretty good um <laughs> i mean i see i moved here in '08. i don't know what year did you by chance move to to minnesota
2: mm, i've been here about a little over a year so i what year is it <laughs> 20, uh, 2018 20- end of
1: 2018 i think oh so wow so when you got hold on let me think so So when you, you said the end of 2018, right? I think it's been a year. That's all I know. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, we had just finished wrapping up the writing for dancing, right? Early. Mm -hmm. So did you get, so you must've got, you must've like started, I guess when you got Minnesota. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking, I'm seeing the timeline now. Wow. And so have you enjoyed that more than you have with Texas?
2: Uh, you know what? I yeah. Well, that's hard because all my people are in Texas. Mm-hmm. All my people are in Texas. Um, but Minnesota is awesome because it's like the home of the Minnesota Nice. You know, so mm. everybody here is pretty pretty awesome. But I do miss the food. That's for damn sure.
1: <laughs> oh, I would too. I've ne- I've been to Houston on a um, fuck. Where do they call those things? Um. No, one of the few times in my life when I've flown a plane, we had a, like a small delay over in Texas. Like mm-hmm. for some reason, um, we were, I was coming from Arizona, so uh, when nice. I left Arizona, which I think when I left Phoenix, they carried me to Houston and then carried me to Birmingham, <laughs> and that was <laughs> about the closest I've ever been to Texas that I could think of in my entire life. <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm. did you get to have any barbecue i mean there's barbecue at the
1: airport even i don't remember well because uh, to be honest that the flight i took i took that flight to go see my family in North carolina i spent time with my mom and them and then we flew to arizona to spend time with her her parents and i met and been in arizona we went to the grand canyon shit well that flight all right so i I know i probably get a lot of reactions but that when we had a layover in atlanta and during the layover um I was like, I just turned, I want to say I just turned 21 around that time Mm -hmm. before I came. And I was like, all right, so I want to have a beer at the airport. So I go to this like little hole in the wall, uh, (laughs) bar at the airport and I get carried away by watching some Olympics and just like being there, being alone, having my first beer and, uh, I might have almost missed my flight. Like, when I got to no. the flight, when I got to, I mean, when I got there, like, the ladies was like, you know, everyone's already boarded, and she was looking for all more passengers, and I'm running over there, and I'm like, is the plane left yet? And she's like, no, but you almost missed it. And then when we got in the plane, I had to use the bathroom so bad, and like, it took them forever <laughs> to get leveled out there and take off that I'm like, I'm stressing. I'm like, wait, I'm going to pee myself. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be that one guy no. that gets those fucking news of peeing himself. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. So, no, you're supposed to drink on the plane. Drink I, on I, the plane. So when I got to Houston, I was like, I'm going to make it my mission not to do anything foolish. Just, <laughs> I don't want to. I feel like I was close to fucking up.
2: <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, well, if you ever get the chance to hang out in Texas proper, mm. do it. Do it. There's the great barbecue. I mean, you know, it's comparable with North Carolina, you know, and you got uh, tacos. That's like the big thing, you know,
1: um, Gotta have good Mexican food. <laughs> well, like Texas, I want to I want to say it's Austin. I could be wrong, but Texas seems to be like the center for everybody in the, the, the audio drama podcasting. Industry has felt like everyone seems to live in Texas. Everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Austin is the place to be, you know, for so, creative work.
1: Right. So it is Austin. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> go just to be around that atmosphere as much as I've been hearing about it.
2: Oh, man. Austin is the best. I lived there for, gosh, I want to say nine years, something like that. Um. So I miss Austin dearly,
1: dearly. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I guess, I mean, you know, you live in Minnesota, you're, you know, you're clearly you're doing, it seems like you're doing really well in voice acting. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not even playing, like your name is everywhere I seem to go. (laughs) I (laughs) want to, I want to really like jump into this. I want to start off with saying, you know, what was the first like voice acting gig you've ever gotten? The first, if you can remember that far.
2: Very first. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Um it was an audiobook and uh it it was a I'm not going to say the name but it has a very unique name, a, a really unique name. Um and it was essentially a um a a lesbian sci-fi horror story. <laughs> and it, it, it you know what? It's not my best work, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so that was my first uh, foray into voice acting. I started with audiobooks um, and literally at, like, a Google search for <laughs> uh, how do I voice audiobooks. it <laughs> came up with, you know, the Amazon creation exchange thing. And I just, like, auditioned for a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff, and that was the first thing that I got. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So... Like, what brought you into, like, what gave you the drive to want to, you know, um, do the audio, but to jump into voice acting?
2: Oh, man. Okay, you ready? It's story time. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm listening. Uh, Let's go. Well, essentially, I've always been of two minds where I'm very technical, but I I love using my voice. So I grew up, you know, doing the whole choir thing, theater thing, all that stuff, Um, and – I went to school for college for uh, so I have both of my degrees are in uh, vocal performance and vocal pedagogy, which is just teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I I I went through college, graduated, everything was fine, and then I realized, oh shit, I have to pay my student loans now. <laughs> um, so I I didn't I stopped doing that. I toured for a little while uh, singing with a theater group, and Holy we got to shit. tour. Yeah, that was really fun. But you can't, you can't like have a a home Mm -hmm. if you're constantly in residency somewhere. And so I really wanted to kind of stop traveling, settle down, have a home of my own somewhere um, and pay pay my student loans. So (laughs) um, I started working in IT. I started in tech support Mm -hmm. and I would get bored in tech support and just start doing random voices and random accents and stuff. And they'd be like, Melissa, stop.
1: <laughs> While you're on the phone with the, the yeah. I guess, customer or client uh-huh. or whatever. It be. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
2: And they'd be like, stop, Melissa. Just, just be normal. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Um, but, yeah, then um, I got to a point where, you know, I worked my way up. And I got mm-hmm. to a point where I was uh, managing a team of developers for some healthcare software. And it was one of those things where you go, you dread going to work every day. And every time I do, I had to pull out put out fires and like calm down doctors and developers, and like you know you don't really have your own voice even there. like I was telling my developers whatever the c i o wanted me to say, and I just got tired of it, and I actually ended up rage quitting that job and like on the like, spot pretty much, yeah, I hate um. And I was like, I got to do something. I got to do something. I got to hear my own voice again. I got to reconnect. And I just like, well, I can't sing anymore. Like that's kind of – that ship has sailed. So I started looking into those audiobooks and I was like, you know, there's people that do this for a living. I know there are. Mm-hmm. And just started going full bore into researching and figuring out how all that stuff works. And yeah, and luckily, luckily it worked out
1: so far. Yeah, luckily, you're pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah. So, you know, I I mean you you went audio book, you know, what about audio dramas? Mm-hmm. Where were you how are you where are you at dabbling your foot into that?
2: Uh so I wanted to do more acting. Right. And so when I I actually went from audio books to audio dramas pretty quickly. Um mostly because audio books it's just it takes forever. Mm-hmm. It takes the forever. Lottery. Yes. Um, and I found myself, you know, eight hours a day just recording audiobooks, and And um, it was nice because I was used to that with singing and stuff where you, you practice like 12, eight, 12 hours a day. And um, that was fine. But I just wanted to do more acting and more fun stuff. I wanted to play with voices. So yeah, then I found out about audio drama. I actually heard podcasts first. And I had no idea how anybody did that. Like I, I listened to the Truth podcast and like Uncanny County and some other stuff, and um, I was like, I, I, yeah. How do you do that? I want that. <laughs> yeah, and luckily I found you and um, Danson and that this whole group, which is phenomenal. So yeah, I was able to kind of try things out there.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, you. You, like, you've done a lot, even just, like, even, f- I guess I wouldn't say front dance, but, like, like you know, watching you since we met during, you know, at dance, and, you know, and um, whether it be social media or, you know, word of mouth or whatever, I mean, you, you've been on a lot. I love the XY podcast. I love it so much. <laughs> you and Adam are doing so good with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and even some of the stuff that, you know, that I know about that, you know, you're doing, that is, is it's really funny. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> so you know you you're doing your voice acting, so is that something you're doing full time now or are you still dabbling in other daytime jobs now or just strictly just staying home doing voice acting?
2: Nope, just strictly one hundred percent voice acting, so wow um I've been full time full time doing that for a year now
1: That's crazy I mean, you are like yeah. I said you're in a lot my i do want to say my favorite thing so far that I know of that you've been in is the fallout stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, i
2: don't get that very often that's like a it's like an easter egg yeah
1: i have a huge i'm a big fallout fan so like you know megan scott who's who was on uh personal she was her and i whatever like she's done music for some of the deals uh, some of the mods and stuff for him yeah um you know and you've done voice i was like this is amazing i can't believe like it's just the fact you know you actually get to be a part of that project
2: yeah, it's so much fun and I, I think the, I honestly think the only reason I got cast was because I decided to just go really goofy and insane with it. Like like I'm just going to say random shit and see what happens. And <laughs> luckily Kobe and a couple of the other guys they were like, "Yeah, do that." <laughs> so I got to just be my goofy, slightly violent self. So
1: <laughs> So have you ever yeah. actually like uh played in I mean I, I'm Assuming since oh, you, yeah. enjoy, you enjoy voicing video games, like, what is the video game that's like to your heart? Like, what oh, what is your man. favorite of all time?
2: Okay, that's a hard question. But when I was growing up, I loved Shadow of the Colossus, and mm. I was a huge Tomb Raider fan. Mm-hmm. So I oh. just loved seeing a woman in a video game, even though, like, you know, the the, the boobs were ridiculous. I was just like, yes, <laughs> I want that. I want a, a woman in video games. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I love that that franchise. I still do. And then, of course, Fallout and... Um,
1: Elder shoot, Scrolls, I can't... or...
2: Oh, yes. Uh, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, all that stuff. So anything that is, like, it turns out, anything that's kind of dialogue-heavy, totally, I love. So...
1: um oh god tomb raider that was that's like like i love that series so much like my biggest thing is i remember like watching my uh one of my aunts play it when i was a kid i would just sit there and watch her play like the playstation like one of the Mm -hmm. earlier ones of them and just sit there and play and then like you know as i got older and got to get hands of my own copies it just tomb raiders just it has a place in my heart (laughs)
2: Yes. Good. Yeah. I mean, I played the, I think it was like PS1 or PS2 or something like that, or like the first Tomb Raider. And I just love how ridiculous and random it was. It's like, you know, this lady just like will run into a T-Rex and she's like, ah, shoot it, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I, I, I like to play games. I just played, I just finished playing Outer Worlds. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. I am close to it. comes out next month for Switch. I'm close to getting it. I'm kind of on the fence. I'm like pushing myself because I've made a peck that I will try my best to no longer spend $60 on a brand new video game. <laughs> and so, like, when I heard it's come to Switch, and I was so disappointed when they weren't trying to bunk it lower. But, just, <laughs> but like, I really do want to play it because Obsidian did so amazing with New Vegas. Like, yes, you should. You sh- I think you would like it. Oh. My, my biggest issue with, with, uh, and they, now I haven't seen gameplay on the Switch version. Um, Mm -hmm. but like I heard that like when the game first came out, and again, they could have fixed it when the Outer Worlds first came out, they said that, uh, um, they were going to, uh, the, well, people were complaining that the font for the subtitles and stuff was just really small, like insanely small.
2: Yep. Yeah. I was like,
1: if they don't fix that for Switch, it's going to be a hundred times harder on us.
2: Yeah. No, I think they did fix it cuz I'm able to see it and I'm freaking blind. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh the, the the writing is good, the voice acting is good. It took me some time to get to get uh comfortable with some of the visuals cuz it's a very bright game. Like it's just it's a bit much, but uh it took me a while but I got used to it. So, yeah, it's really good.
1: Is there a uh is there a video game that you would like die- I wouldn't say die that you would um love to voice act for like any specific video game series or i mean you could say a past game if you wanted to
2: yeah um so luckily i have a few buddies and friends that are part of the borderlands games and (gasps) that's one of those ones that i really want to be a part of and i'm so jealous of those guys but in in the best way because i'm so Mm. happy for them that they're a part of it and it's just this great you know I, my favorite thing is to be goofy and violent. So it's a great combination.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that would be cool. I, oh man. come to think of it. Just here. I'm, I'm hearing all the voices I've heard you do so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would... There's a,
2: there's a lot of, of room there for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, are you, do you think you would ever want to dabble in doing, um, I assume just like, um, acting in, you know, um, visual, I suppose? If that makes sense, like a web like, series or a movie or a TV show, is that ever something, or just voice acting?
2: Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, there's one TV show that I'm working on right now that I can't Ooh. talk about, but, um, yes. And then this year, so last year was all about video games for me, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to do as many as possible to figure out if this is something that I want to keep doing, and I, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, this year, I'm focusing more on animation. So, like, okay. I'm doing things like Aerith Saga that's all animation that, you know, if it gets funded, hopefully we'll get it to Netflix or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm working on this year is animation. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, out of all the voice acting, you know, not just not just video games, um, animation, audio dramas, audiobooks, is there one like that's been favorite, like your all time oh. that you've done? I feel like <laughs> I know this is this is throwing uh, so much shade at a lot of people, but just something that you've personally loved. Oh
2: crap! Um, there's uh, I'll do. I'll can I do two because it's hard. Right, to I'll choose. give you two.
1: I'll give you two. It is a um, unfair question
2: what one of my favorite ones was doing mech warrior um mostly because of the community around mm-hmm. mech warrior um it's been so long since a mech warrior game came out and my whole job in mech warrior was just to yell at the player and i was like yes this is fantastic <laughs> um and now, like, I'll see people streaming it on, uh, you know, on Twitch or whatever. And every time I hear my voice come up, they just start yelling back at me. So I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, awesome. Um, so that was really fun because just all the yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, um, I loved, I fell in love with Rose and Locket, which is one of the video games that I'm doing. Um, that it, it's, uh, it incorporates this, like, Mexican, folklore kind of and the the visual style and it's amazing and mm-hmm. like in general there's a lot of hispanic projects like Aerith saga as well that are coming out that i think are doing justice to people of color for once and and um i love it so those are things that are like near and dear to my heart you know
1: i want to take a big switch and jump right into pizza uh, <laughs> right in the right of pizza right into the food with you because one of the <laughs> Oh, and by the way, your website beautiful. I love it. Like, Thanks. Er- it seems like everybody has an amazing website compared to mine, but like yours just <laughs> takes the cake. Like I was thumbing through it earlier today, going through everything. It's just it's done so well. Now, did you did you hire someone or did you do that yourself?
2: I did it myself. So one of my first jobs Fuck. was web designer. So <laughs> that was one of my first jobs. <laughs> Shit! Oh man. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love the graphic design. Like, I don't think I'm, like, super great at it, but I like to do it. So, yeah.
1: Now, is that something else you tend to do, you know, or is it just something you did just for yourself?
2: Um, I don't do it, like, as a service, but um, I still try to keep up to date with it a little bit. I might. I your webs-
1: like I said, your website is just—it's perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I—I'm I, not good at marketing myself. I suck at selling myself. So do so. I.
1: Like <laughs> promotion, trying to do self promotion is shit. I can—I can do things for anyone else or talk about any other stuff. When it yes! comes to mine, <laughs> like I just put out uh an audition for some stuff we're doing personalized, and like mm-hmm. the only thing I think of example lines is like, okay, I'm gonna need them just read credit. So I put stuff about <laughs> me, and the whole time I'm like. When I hear people submit back, this is I'm gonna hate hearing about myself so much.
2: <laughs> oh, see, that's a great that's a great way to do it though, because it's like, oh, I get to hear about myself. This is nice. Yeah, it's like
1: finally <laughs> people say my name and talk about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god.
1: So while scrolling through your you know your website, you had, one of the things you you made it clear to mention was that you love food and uh, specifically pizza and wine. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean
2: i will eat anything but i especially love pizza and wine
1: yeah oh, i do love pizza like <laughs> yesterday was was yesterday yeah yesterday was national pizza day i think <gasps> and like brennan and i have been like trying to do okay I'm. Um, i'll be honest she's been doing a diet since the beginning of the year i have been slowly doing it because i keep <laughs> finding my excuses like yesterday i was like there's no way there's and, like, my whole argument will come is, like, hey, so I just read it's National Pizza Day, and she – and her thing is, okay. And I'm, like, I think I really want to eat pizza today. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that was my entire argument based on pizza. And we made it – like, we had to go to the store just to get a pizza for me to please me. And she was, like, I cannot believe you're doing this right now.
2: <laughs> Good for you. You stand, you stand up for National Pizza Day. It is
1: – I will. I will – that's – there's a lot of, I, I try not to pay attention to all the national days, but pizza day. Now that's one that'll to get me talking right there.
2: That's right. Okay. What's your favorite pizza though?
1: Pepper. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> if I had it my way, um, pepperoni, black olives and bacon. I do love buffalo nice. chicken though. I'm a, I'm a diehard buffalo any fan. Like I put buffalo <laughs> on a lot of things. What about it's yours? It's great. Three toppings. Um,
2: Oh god. Oh, I had to choose three. Um, I'm a meats person. I'm a mm. carnivore. Like I mm. literally get a pizza called the Carnivore. <laughs> so pepperoni,
1: like, ham and sausage or
2: is pepperoni, beef, bacon and I think they throw in chicken too, but yeah. So it's just like all the
1: meats. <laughs> have you ever had a barbecue chicken pizza?
2: Barbecue chicken pizza? Yes. Yes, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, well, like I, it was sometime in high school, whatever, the, this, uh, this girl I was dating, her cousin, like, we were all hanging out, and she was like, we were talking about getting pizza, and, you know, the first thing she said is barbecue chicken pizza, and that was the first time in my life I ever heard of that, and I was like, you know, I asked her flat out, I was like, is this just an Alabama thing, or, <laughs> and she was like, have you never had it, and so we went and got it, and it was like, it was amazing, I and mean, that was like, crazy-ass good pizza. Right, it'll change your life. <laughs> okay, I want to ask, I don't want it to make or break anything. Yeah. Okay, Melissa. What do you dip your pizza in, ranch?
2: <gasps> I okay, only the crust. Like I'm what? kind of a yeah, I know I'm a purist when it comes to like the rest of it. But yeah, I dip my
1: crusts in. <laughs> oh my god, I am <laughs> so bad with pizza with my ranch. So like yesterday we went to the store. We I made sure to buy a new bottle because we had none. I'm like <laughs> I cannot, I cannot eat pizza without ranch. I can't, I can do it. I don't like to do it. I'll complain about it, but I'll do it. <laughs>
2: You'll complain about it. I will.
1: I'll be like, this This is weird. I don't. And I've seen my dad put mustard on pizza and like, I put Dude. mustard on things. But yeah, I, what? I'm telling you, it's horrible. It's It's so horrible to put mustard on pizza. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's scary.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs>
1: So do you have like a? I don't know why we're still so talking because I'm just so interested in pizza. But <laughs> I like you have both hungry. <laughs> do you have like a? Uh, I guess a local place uh, you go to or that you prefer yes! for your pizza? Or um, yes, I do. What is it?
2: Um, there's a place called Pizza Luce where I live. Oh,
1: pizza and,
2: Luce, and yeah, and they do this pizza. I think it's called the Carnivore or something like that. And I just I get that every time because I'm boring. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't branch – <laughs> I'm a creature of habit, and so I just get that every time.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what's the best pizza you've had? Is it the carnivore or, like, the best pizza?
2: Ooh. Well, okay. No. The best pizza that I ever had was a f- what I would call, like, a fancy pizza. And that was in Austin. It's a place mm-hmm. downtown called – I believe it's called Second Barn Kitchen downtown in Austin. And they have one that is, like, pork belly. Um, uh, figs, like, like, really? Oh, truffles, black truffles.
1: What the fuck are you talking? Are you talking Seriously? about pizza right
2: now? <laughs> I am. It's um, trust me. Like, you look at it and you go, no, no, really, no. Like figs on a pizza? What? No, but it totally works. It totally works. So, um, I know somebody out there has to like know what I'm talking about, but it's really <laughs> good. It's really good.
1: Like, it's for a the total record, hipster pizza, but it's. <laughs> When we say figs, we are talking about, like, the things you find in, like, uh, fig newtons.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. I, don't, I well, mean, like, okay,
2: like, like, I'd like, try like, it.
1: I would try tomato, it. I would not, not try it. Tomato is
2: sweet. Figs mm. are sweet. Uh, you know, it, it kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> but the truffle, man, like, I could just have truffle all day. So, yeah. Oh,
1: that is good. <laughs> I will say it. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh. You give me
2: anything truffle and I'm happy.
1: We, I think, like... So the best pizza we had was, um, best pizza I've ever had. I want to say, I guess I could probably say that there's a, I don't remember the name of it, but there's a place in Atlanta, um, somewhere mm. close to the park. I think I, I'm sure people, uh, first time I going there, me and my buddy of mine, uh, we went and, uh, we ate there and like, it was, it was amazing. But like, we had, we had so much to go to take back. We ended up like giving it to some of the homeless on the street, but like, oh, wow we ended up going back months later with all the other friends and none of them liked it as much as we did. But that was, that's probably like the best pizza. I cannot remember of the place. I feel so bad, but damn, there's a good pizza place in somewhere in dead center Atlanta.
2: Okay. If you find it, let me know because I'm going to Atlanta in March. I want to say March and it's for a uh, voiceover conference and I'm going to need good food. Like I'm not going to probably not going to eat conference food. So I, I need good places. So if you think of it, let me know okay. cuz I'm totally oh, going.
1: Wait 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 wait. I think I got it. Hold on. It's I think it's this one. What is this? Um no, no, no. That can't be. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Dang, there's so many There are so many pizza places in Atlanta. Like there oh, sure. are so many. I'm like jealous. We have one opening like in the town we live in Montvale. We have one opening, but the bitch is like was supposed to be open by October, November of last year. Still not open. Oh, that sucks. I wish I could remember what the name of this pizza was. Don't worry. It'll come. I will when I find it, I will <laughs> send it to you. Yes. Um I'm going to look yes! at the map and try to remember. <laughs> oh, so uh you know, we went on a pizza Now, what about this wine? Cuz you also made it clear about wine. You're a big Dude. wine drinker.
2: Yes, I'm a wine geek. I don't know. Um yeah, I have I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm lucky, but also it's kind of dangerous that I live next to a wine shop. So, I, I know, I take my dog, sometimes my cat, and go- <laughs>
1: Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I don't want to skip over this. When you say take your cat, are you- Alright, I'm going to ask, is your, is your cat A, on a leash, cat B, in like a baby carriage thing, or C, are you just like carrying this cat around in your arms?
2: I, I have never thought of a baby carriage, but now I have to do that. <laughs> no, um, on a leash, he walks on a leash- And he's a very – he's, like, the biggest attention whore cat ever. Mm -hmm. So I put him on a leash, take him to the wine shop, and people go, oh, he's so cute and, you know, all that stuff. And he gets a little treat, and then I take him home.
1: (laughs) So he, like, walks with you. Like, I'm yeah. picturing, I mean, I've heard of people doing it, but I always picture, like, the cat being hard to deal with, like, wanting to run up trees or shit, like, getting skimming about <laughs> dogs and vehicles or something.
0: Well, he
2: does get distracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. But now he makes it just fine. He's, like, he's old, too, so, like, he needs to get out of the house, you know? He's, like, 18. <laughs> I want to say he's, like, 18. So, <laughs> it's nice to take him next door get him out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Cause uh, yeah, I spoil my animals, I guess. <laughs> but I take them to the wine shop, and I pretend mm. like you know they're helping me pick a wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I love. Okay, so red wines, obviously, but uh, oh, yeah, I love it. yeah, I like Italian red sweet. wines. I'm not a dry favorite. guy.
1: I am. I am such a fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I. I really like mine sweet. I am such a pansy when it comes to my wine. I like I like them the redder and sweeter. That's how much I like them.
2: It's <laughs> so like Lambrusco, like super super sweet um, stuff, or like do you do like a Pinot? I don't
1: drink too much wine, but but from what I'm understanding and uh, know about the terms, it's uh, Moscato's, I think.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I know Moscato. Yeah, yeah, that is sweet, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I like mine sweet. I don't like. Um, I'm very funny about beer. I'm different about beer and my liquor. But like when it comes to wine, I don't know why. I just – I tend to like – I always envision wine being sweet. And then like my <laughs> the first wine I read had was not sweet. And it ruined it for me for a long You're time. Like, what
2: is this crap?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Actually, I've been branching out like away from wine. And I started mm-hmm. to get into beers a little bit. I don't know a lot about them. But I do know I like sours. And apparently, I suck at anything bitter
1: so <laughs> oh yeah uh so i, I you know I, I i'm bigger into beer than i am anything i do like liquor i am a i'm a rum fan Ooh. i do but like yes. the biggest thing i guess is just is uh beer and, and i do like craft beer um i don't get to dabble in it much i mm-hmm. definitely don't want to make it i'm not i don't have the patience <laughs> for that but i like drinking and testing them. but like we have so many different breweries around here um nice there is fucking there's a there's coffee beer there's beer made with uh, coffee ingredients in it and I don't know it's fucking how I feel disgusting. About that. I'm gonna be okay. honest I'm gonna be honest <laughs> that's not gonna be the route I was gonna tell you to go <laughs> okay good <laughs> do you have a world market near you
2: uh yeah yeah
1: I don't know if you ever go but like they have like beer you know international beer and wine somewhere usually the, the one we do and the ones I've been to in my lifetime usually have them somewhere in the back and they I have did not all, know that. Yeah, they have like all sorts of exotic-looking uh, beer and um, wine and stuff.
2: D- nice. Okay, I will have to check that out.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you you know you you walk your how long have you had the dog though?
2: Um. So my dog is nine, almost ten.
1: Oh, what kind of dog is it? <laughs>
2: He's a floofy white Maltese dog. Ooh. Um, Does he yeah. shed a lot. Uh, no, actually, he doesn't shed at all. Like, not even a little bit. Really? He just absorbs everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a giant cotton ball. And <laughs> but no, he's he's good. He's um he was a rescue, so he's a little, he's a little weird. Um, <laughs> he's a good dog. Not the brightest,
1: but he's great. <laughs> So, um, right <laughs> you, you know, there's also, uh, you mentioned something about your grandparents, um, you know, working oh. with the, the blind and, you know, uh, visually yeah. impaired, like, see, I mean, that must have been I mean, you your homework. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you having to, to grow up, you know, learning to, to, you know, um, I wouldn't say deal with it to, to work around it to, to, I mean, that. I'm not saying it must have been rough, but I mean. I know it might have took a while to get used to that. Like, how does that experience like affect, you know, when you're you're growing up trying to um, you know, you gotta be careful with you know, I'm assuming what you say and try to do around them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um honestly, it gave me a better appreciation mm-hmm. of like my life and how little I have to deal with, you know? And like um so yeah, so my mom worked for the Texas Commission for the Blind. It's since been renamed to something really long. Um, but yeah, so I grew up kind of like volunteering with people with, that were visually impaired or blind and we would often host them in our home and stuff like that. So I got to meet all kinds of interesting people with visual impairments. And then my dad's parents were, uh, both of them were actually deaf. And, um, so it was interesting. And then my mom's, my mom and her parents spoke exclusively Spanish. So we just had, like, a lot going on in the house. Um, and so when, like, the family, the few times that the family got together, we would have, like, my grandparents speaking in Spanish to my mom. Mm. My mom would tell <laughs> me in, like, mixed Spanish and English. I would tell my dad, and then he would translate to sign language to his parents' And <laughs> and it was a really fun game of telephone, but it also like is kind of what got me into um, like language, culture, voice, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so I actually kind of consider myself lucky to have even known people in the hard of hearing deaf community, people in the visually impaired and blind communities, because now um, one of my big passions is assistive technology and so um I really love doing research and working with developers who do assistive technology and stuff. So like our phones are incredible tools for people with um any kind of, you know, differently uh different way of living life, you know?
1: All the accessibility options and stuff.
2: Yep, yeah. It's really cool these days.
1: Um I like I mean I you, as a, as growing up, at least from my part of the world, we didn't hear about that, the, you know, not deaf and blind, but the, or I guess it never really uh, occurred to us about, you know, how much the people that are, anybody that's deaf, blind, you know, anyone like that that can't um, hear or see or even maybe speak on a normal day function like we can, how much they don't have, um, have the chances and opportunities and um, mm-hmm. access to things like we do. Um, yeah. And nowadays, I mean, like, I was just listening. I want to say it was a podcast. It might have been The Bonfire, but like, um, one of the comedians were talking about how like funny it was that the the interpreter on the stage, you know, she was you know <laughs> making him laugh, uh, just from you know assisting, you know, like when he was cussing, she would she yep. had a funny reaction while trying to do the the interpret. I mean, that's so. Do you ever do do that? You know, interpret with you? Know, I'm assuming growing up you had to have but like, um. Yeah, is that something I, you learned too or is just something you, you had to trust your dad to do for you? Or
2: I learned a little bit of sign language, but I was mm-hmm. really bad at it. Um and so like for me it was it's more pictographic, you know? Like it's the the actions that you do. Um like riding a horse literally looks like you're taking your fingers and riding a horse and stuff like that and <laughs> Um, it, I thought it was really cool, but I didn't get a chance to use it enough to like become fluent Spanish on the other hand. Yeah. But sign language. No,
1: <laughs> I will say what is, what is, um, one of the cool accessories I've actually had to use in my life is the, uh, the Google translate site thing. Yep. Uh, I, for a short time of my life, I had moved out of my parents and was living with a, a, a close friend of mine and, um, all and his parents didn't really speak English that much. And we were trying to, It was, like, him and I, her and I trying to talk while he was gone, and I, like, I could not, like, because I, all right, so, my, my family, my mother's side of the family, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to do the math right, and I'm pretty sure she'll correct me when she hears this episode, (laughs) but, um, my, me and my brother are quarter Cuban, my mother, yeah, my, my mother is, fuck, what is my mom? Shit. All right, (laughs) I got the math messed up. What's, whatever's. We're less than a quarter, my think my mom's a quarter and her mom is half. And then like from there it goes up and up like family tree, uh all the way up. Like we had a grandfather come years ago, um, come visit my mom and my stepdad and me and my little brother. Mm -hmm. And he came from Cuba. Um he did not speak any English at all. Like Mm -hmm. luckily mom's mom was there, my grandmother and she was there. And so they would translate for us back and forth. You know, we're like we're still like we're not even in high school yet, like we're still we're still got we're still wet behind the ears you know like we're where this is like like we're still confused about everything when it comes to that and you know um that's about like that's about the closest i've ever came to 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 even like being any under you know anywhere near the family where i had to like help trying to speak that and understanding that so um i did shit in spanish in school <laughs> um
2: so did i so it's okay yeah <laughs>
1: anything like anytime there's anything Spanish I have to do with in my life I just tend to ask my mom and if she <laughs> there's rare there's rarely where she doesn't know where she'll have to ask her mom nice uh, but so yeah so I was trying to talk to my friend's mom about uh uh housing stuff and so like I literally had to pull my computer in there and do the translate for her and I and <laughs> she she was like so amazed
2: <laughs> isn't it awesome it's great yeah it's great it's funny that you mentioned that, though, like the translation thing, because mm. like, uh, so I I grew up speaking Spanish first, and then my dad was like, uh, no, no, she, she really needs to learn English like soon. So, um, so I did. And then uh, growing up, though, in, you know, you take Spanish in school. I did terribly in my <laughs> Spanish classes. And like most of the people I knew that were native speakers did awful in Spanish class. And it was usually because we know all the slang and, like, we definitely know all the curses, but, like, we know all the slang. And it's just, like, it's teaching you proper Spanish and none of us knew proper Spanish. And it was just really sad, like, watching me and a few of my friends, like, just fail
1: miserably in
2: Spanish.
1: (laughs) So... When did so? I mean, you with Spanish and English. When did Italian, German, and Latin come in the picture for you? Because I mean, uh. shit, trying to speak one language is hard enough, and then two, <laughs> okay, maybe German, but all the others, like,
2: damn. <laughs> um, in college, so I I sang classical music in college, and every right. semester you have to take a little bit of a certain language. So all the things that all the operas and stuff are either in German or Italian, usually. Um, sometimes in French, and then a lot of Latin. So, um, yeah, every semester you have to take a new language and, you know, pass the course. So,
1: yeah. If someone come up, you speaking in German, would you be able to have, like, a full-fledged conversation or just oh, at no. least a bits and pieces?
2: No. I mean, I well, what's weird is I know what they're talking about. Like, I can understand them, but I don't know how to, like, form the words back mm-hmm. at them. So what's funny is my niece actually <laughs> – my niece lives in Germany, and she speaks nothing but German. Ooh. And she speaks like some German. Or she speaks German, and then some English, and then some Spanish. Mm. And so, like, if if she just lo- completely loses me, I'm like, "Can you try another language?" And she like, uh, she'll try English, and then she'll get Spanish. So like, we make it work, you know, <laughs> BTS. <laughs> but yeah so um it's funny that you mentioned german because yeah that's something that i i try to speak but mm. every time i try to speak it it just sounds like spanish so
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i want to ask you to speak german
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks it's terrible
1: <laughs> what, what about the uh the italian where did this i mean is this just another thing in college you had to learn
2: yeah. But you know what? Italian is so close to Spanish that it just made sense for me. It was just a different <laughs> rhythm. But like, otherwise it's pretty much the same. Like in Italian, one, two, three, uno, due, tre, And in mm-hmm. Spanish, it's uno, dos, tres. So like pretty much the same. And so it yeah, just kind of made sense. Close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that helped, um, you know, with, I, I've never met anyone that speaks Italian other than in when i was in italy i have not either yeah never had to use it but yeah um i do want to learn other languages that aren't like latin based but it's so freaking hard like i want to learn you know like mandarin or something but Mm. i tried once and it just broke me i was like i don't know (laughs) i don't know what this is
1: (laughs) so have you ever traveled like outside of the country before
2: Oh yeah, so when I was touring with the theater group, we mm. did Australia, uh Germany, England, Ireland, uh uh sh- somewhere else. Oh, Canada and somewhere else in Europe. It was like Slovenia or something like that. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was cool, but I didn't get a chance to enjoy any of it cuz like, we spent the majority <laughs> Yeah, we spent the majority of it uh uh practicing. And you know rehearsing for things so I want to go back and redo all that but actually enjoy it so
1: yeah where what's the first place you want to go when you when you get to leave
2: i I want to go back to Ireland to be honest oh
1: that's the one place like I want to retire is Ireland really yeah Oh, my
2: gosh um yeah well, have you been there
1: no I've I've never left the country, but that's like between Ireland, Australia, and Japan. Those are the three places. But wow. Ireland being the number one place, I want to go live. Like I would, I would leave yeah. everything just go live in Ireland. So bad, just from the, the things I've seen and heard, and, <laughs> and people I've talked to around it.
2: I yeah, I I just I felt like I really got the Irish people, and they got yeah. me. Where I was, you you get it, you get it. Like we're so different culturally, but yet not. <laughs> And it's just gorgeous. I mean, you get a little bit of everything geographically, and I love Ireland so much. It's great. I want to go back and play around there.
1: Oh, I'm jealous you've been. <laughs> i <I'll> be <honest. laughs> One day I will go. That is That will be a dream of us to go to Ireland. Just see what it's like.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I think you would like it. It's, it's beautiful. And I also want to go to Scotland. I've never been, but I want to go. Oh. I hear it's absolutely beautiful.
1: Oh, man. Now i just... Yeah. All I could see see now is just, like, peace and quiet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. I I stayed in this hotel in Ireland in Killarney, I believe Mm it was. And um, I stayed at this old hotel that I guess had been in the family for, like, generations. And Mm -hmm. um, I was just kind of walking around, didn't know what to do with myself when I wasn't rehearsing. And (laughs) there was this old man, I'm walking down, and he's like, hey, come here, come here. And I'm like, all right, dude. Um, And he, like... I want to say we snuck into a wedding, um, and I'm going to blame him because he invited me, <laughs> but uh, he, I, he was probably like 80, and I was just like, oh, well, I got to keep this this old guy company. Like, it should be fun, and it was a blast, and I didn't know anybody there, um, but I got to hear amazing music and see what an Irish wedding was like, and it was awesome, and I just – I want to go back because the people are awesome. <laughs>
1: Oh wow, that yeah. Oh fuck, just Ireland.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. You and me, let's go. Well, obviously, uh, you right, your family you and me. <laughs> I'll tag along. Uh,
1: you, what about the dog and the cat? We're gonna leave them too.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so what's your big? You know, um, I would say I wouldn't say ultimate goal, but like, what's What's your what's your biggest goal in life right now? The oh, man. the I guess the the most closest one to you I could say the most comp accompli- the one you can accomplish per se.
2: I think the most doable goal for me is um, just to make a living doing voiceover, and I mean like I'm kind of doing that, but I want to get to a place where I don't need to uh, work a lot like I do mm. now. Like I work a lot um, to get. The, the the work that I've done. And um I think I'm almost there. And I think that's one of those things where that's all I've ever wanted for voiceover is I don't want to be famous because look that. I don't want to be famous at all. That seems like it sucks. And you definitely don't get into voiceover for the money, that's mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so all I want is kind of what I'm doing now. Like I just want to work. I wanna do this forever. And um, so far, so good. You know.
1: Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I used to have, like, I had this. I've had so many dreams in my life, but like the biggest one, I always told myself was, I'm gonna be a cop and I'm gonna be a writer at the same time. Really? Yeah, that was a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> that. I never like when I when I actually got older and started like dabbling into actually joining the police. Cab, I never really it didn't it didn't occur to me then like. Oh wait a minute that's going to be really hard <laughs> trying to do
2: both of this that's true <laughs> that's true but you know what writing can be pretty therapeutic for being a cop so you know i mean i don't yeah. know
1: that's be true too. but then i like, just found that like above all i love writing and being in in podcasting world and uh making things happen you know yeah you're
2: good at uh, it you're really good at it
1: <laughs> i hope i am. <laughs>
2: you are you are i mean i you know from dancing to one bad night you've got unlucky charm got was it emperor I, emperor pigs as well right
1: yeah well yeah i've I, I, i've written a good amount of episodes for them and um kind of help in a way with the show uh yeah I'm, I'm fairly close to stephanie into so, um whenever i get a chance to be a part of emperor pigs i usually jump on it because emperor pigs is it's amazing it's 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 such an underrated podcast, and I think it deserves like mm-hmm. so. I mean, it's very adult, and I I just I'm am a very adult person. I love um you know I love not having filter. <laughs> I love I love my <laughs> my adult movies and adult like my for instance for an example. So, uh, Brenna and I we have our one of our biggest foundations on this relationship is uh comic stuff. I'm okay. a big Marvel fan, and she's a big DC fan. But oh. she likes the kid stuff. She loves Young Justice. She's a diehard Nightwing, any of the, the younger kid stuff. Okay. Um, I like my shit to be graphic. Um, the Netflix Marvel <laughs> shows were like my, I mean, I oh, love yes. MCU, but like those are my baby. Um, Blade <laughs> and Punisher are like my two favorite. I just, I like mine bloody and as adult as it can oh, be. Oh,
2: yes. I, those are my favorites too. Blade and Punisher. <laughs> oh,
1: and the fact that we're getting Blade and MCU, like I wrote into, uh, this weekend Marvel podcast and like, uh, I told, uh, <laughs> I told Ryan and Lorraine, you know, like I, I sent them like an email. I was like freaking, I was like, I cannot believe that Blade is finally in the MCU. And they read it on the, one of the episodes or whatever. Right. And I was just like, you know, they were like laughing. Cause like, I was just being, being very like over the top dramatic with how excited I am. Like the day, that night when they, when he came on stage and was wearing that Blade hat, like that was it for me. That made my fucking year right there. <laughs>
2: that's amazing <laughs> you know what that's what I love about this is that we can we can create you know you can do your amazing writing I can mm-hmm. do my voice acting we can be fans while also creating and contributing something as well and I love that exactly
1: yeah. um so are there podcasts day-to-day that you still listen to um <sighs> whether it's an audio drama or a talk show that you try to keep up with or, or keep up the date on
2: Oh, dude, I listen to so many, like so many.
1: All right, what's your top five? I'll give you five.
2: Well, okay, I'm boring though, because I, I, I listen to educational podcasts. So I feel like I'm boring. Um, mm-hmm. I listened, I'm a diehard stuff you should know fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something called Hidden Brain and 99% Invisible that I love revisionist history um yeah and then of course like there's od- other audio dramas that i love like obviously dancing emperor pig <laughs> um but also like welcome to night veil vale and no sleep are two that i love very much
1: charlotte nor she just had her uh um her spotlight like like in her episode of Personalized, one of the things we all talk about is that she's diehard no sleep fan and yes. then like she hit me up the other day it was like talking about how excited she is that that her episode came out that she's on the No Sleep podcast. Like' it's, it's like a dream to her to be on that show.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know what? That's one of those ones that I mean I've never tried, but pff, I would love to be on that show too. I mean, who wouldn't, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great show. and it's one of the first things that that got me into audio dramas for sure.
1: It's crazy that like now all these fucking companies you get to like Marvel. Is I that mean fucking Lauren and I, I am so happy for her for getting what she's done with the Marvels. I haven't gotten to listen to it yet because I don't have Stitcher, but uh, when we do, when I finally do get to hear it, I I know it's going to be great. I mean, you know, yeah. going in it and especially like going from Bright Sessions to doing a fucking Marvel project. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I knew it's yeah. it. I had, if I was here, I probably lost my breath when I got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's always fun when you get to do, like, iconic roles or iconic projects. Um, and I don't know. It's just um, – it's also a little scary. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure that, that they're having a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: so uh, if there is a uh, – I would say a biopic. Uh, it can be voice. Um, if you want it, it could be visual. But uh, as far as doing um, a biopic acting – about mm-hmm. a certain historical figure, which one would it be that you would that would have, i guess attract you more?
2: Oh, that's such a good question. Um if I were acting in a biopic, mm-hmm. I would probably do something on Janis Joplin, I would say. Yeah. Um I I get, I get, weirdly enough, I get the comparison quite a lot, especially when I was in Texas. And it mm-hmm. didn't help that, like, at karaoke time, like, I would always kind of throw out a Janet Joplin song. But um I think that her, like, she was just sort of savage on stage. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And she had this, like, gravelly, gritty voice and was also just this beautiful human being. And... um uh, we talk to people the same way. Like I overuse man like all the time and I'm really trying to stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that would probably be one of my, one of my favorites, you know, cause you get people with depth. She's very complex, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that would be mine. So, so what with about that you? said,
1: Oh, uh, <sighs> Question. <laughs> Well, I don't know, because I did say visual or physical. I would probably... I don't know. I don't know if I could do... I don't know if I have it in me to... And the saddest part is I would probably laugh a lot. Um, okay. I don't know, because I think anyone that I would want to do it currently isn't dead yet, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. i take it back. I think I would... Lo- I think I would do... Oh, what the fuck was his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Um... Oh. Hold on. Hold on. I got his name in my head. Uh he did that fucking Oh my god, why can't I even think of that? Oh, I'm horrible at this.
2: <laughs> Google that shit.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I don't know why I was Dan Folger. I would love to do a Dan Folger. Dan
2: Folger. Interesting. He was in
1: uh fanboys and I'm trying I cannot think. Why, I'm, why am I missing the the fuck the, the crucial one for him and I can I'm usually so good at spotting it on. The singer? But no. No, 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 no. no. He's the actor. He was in um Fanboys, which die hard oh. movie, man. Okay, yeah. Uh he was in a f- <laughs> He's in Oh, he's in The Fantastic Beast. That's what he's doing right now.
2: Oh. Oh, I know who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he uh, he is he's is hilarious. Um <laughs> God, what was that That movie, The Fucking Wild Balls of Fury. I don't know why it's John Blink of Also Fury for the longest time. That's Dan Folger.
2: <laughs> okay. Yes, now I know who that is. That's <laughs> uh, like that is completely unexpected for me. Uh, for for that. I, I would not have expected that at all. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> oh. Um, so you know, with with the Janice thing, um, I kind of want to circle what is your favorite kind of music? Like I'm assuming you listen to music on the side or are you just strictly podcasts? Yeah.
2: Um, oh man, no. I listen, well, one, I listen to everything, um, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely a, um, rock person
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: uh, probably a new wave person. So I'm either listening Ooh. to like 80s stuff or like modern rock or metal or prog rock or something like that. But those are okay. my two big ones.
1: I want to ask it. I don't want to get flat because I feel like I've been hearing <laughs> a lot of shit lately about them. Um, okay. Including, like, literally the words, they're the Nickelback of our generation. Oh, no. (laughs) But are you a Five Finger Death Punch fan at any point? I actually like Five Finger Death Punch,
2: yeah. I mean, Uh, well, I can't say I know, like, a ton of their music, but I probably know their most popular ones.
1: They have a new album coming out at the end of the month. And then, like, for the first time in my life, we're currently planning on seeing them sometime later this year. And I cannot be more excited.
2: Oh, that's awesome. And
1: not to mention, like, I think they're going to be with, like, I Prevail and uh Papa Roach. No. So it's wow. like three birds once 10.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um I'm 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 excited because I'm going to see um <laughs> Ramstein when they come oh, to my shit. area. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I'm excited.
1: The first <laughs> song I ever heard from them? Well, okay, I'll take it back cuz they had a song, I think they had a song in Triple X, I believe. The first like Vin Diesel Triple X one.
2: yeah that makes sense
1: i (laughs) think they had a song at the very beginning um and then like years later uh um yeah yeah they did uh it was called i'm gonna fuck up the word but frayer free fuck i fucked it up oh fire free yeah 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 that one that was amazing and then uh do host yeah, Duhast fucking say, won you can't, them for like,
2: me. Yeah, you can't talk about them without saying Hast. But yeah, it's it's great. I went through a whole Rammstein phase, man. I was like hardcore into it.
1: <laughs> I remember like, uh, see, growing up here, we, uh, we didn't have, well, we didn't have internet for the longest time. And we still kind of mm-hmm. don't, but we do. But uh, <laughs> like we would, so um, I had a PlayStation 2 on in my bedroom. I would listen to, or I'd play like Resident Evil or something or nice. like I usually do, or just some shooter in the living room. I would have on, um, the music choice that would come on with like the, 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 the dish. And so like, and, then, <laughs> uh, and I would play the rock, uh, the octane channel. And so I would listen to the music while I was playing. And then like when a new song comes on that I like, I would literally, and this again, and this is early 2000, no, this is 2008, 2009. Okay. I mm-hmm. would run into the living room really quick. And write it down on a notebook. And then I'll run back and go back. And then when another song came on, back and forth, back and forth. And Du Haas was like one of the ones that was written several times.
2: Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, they're really fun. Like I just love any, especially metal, they have such a flair for the dramatic, mm-hmm. and I just love it. I love it. <laughs> them, so, and like I used to like this band named Guar. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. But I think
1: I've heard of them. I've, I've, if I'm not, then I, I've, that word's been said to me recently, but I think I've heard of them.
2: They're insane. They're just insane. They play characters as part of the band, and they play like, literally full makeup. If you ever get a chance, Google Guar. And you will see they're in like they play aliens from outer space, I believe, and they just look like monsters, and they're amazing, <laughs> they're awesome,
1: <laughs> so are you a
2: ghost fan then? um I don't think I know ghost
1: very oh, much oh really i my I one of my again, one of my friends he's like that's like hit like his like he's seen them all locally and they've come around here um, uh-huh. they've been getting a lot of traction lately for a lot of their um they're pretty good i would they they dress up um. I don't nice. know much about what the lead singer's name is, but, you know, um, a lot of them wear, like, Little Devil Mask, and the other one, I cannot fucking say his name. <laughs> um, but they dress up, too, for their stages, and they do really good.
2: Awesome. Awesome. I love people with a good show. It makes it worth going.
1: <laughs> um, So this is a bit random, but I promise to circle back. But do you have any tattoos? <laughs> I do.
2: <laughs> that is a little random, I, but I do. I'll circle
1: back. I swear, there's a reason why, <laughs> a specific reason why. <laughs> but I already want to <laughs> I have,
2: I have three tattoos. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Uh, one's a rose, one's a tiger, and uh, one is the omega symbol. Ooh,
1: yeah. Is there any story behind those three, or is it just because?
2: <laughs> um. Well, one of them, the omega symbol, was because I was eighteen and drunk, and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought it was cool and like symbolic and so deep and right. Um. <laughs> The, uh, the tiger was, I just felt like it was, um, something that helped me at the time would get through some pretty tough stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's sort of like my little totem for, for like pushing through things that are difficult. And then, um, my rose is just a sort of symbol for, for myself. I'm a little, I'm a little prickly sometimes. So, <laughs> um, you know, I have to remind myself to, you know, just be cool. And, um, yeah. So, yeah
1: so I also have three tattoos really yeah um I have on my right arm it was like my first tattoo was like it's a crown for my last name um and I have nice. like king written under it with some like my favorite colors and stuff and like that so um I did that and then I thought you know I, I want more tattoos so I got was it this one's next which one's next um <laughs> okay so the next one was a song lyric which is why I brought this up oh but the third one, I thought I, I guess you could kinda say it helped me through rough time, but it was it was more or less like and what it is, okay I guess I should start off by saying, have you ever <laughs> played have you ever played Mass Effect? Yeah, of course. Okay, I have N seven on my left wrist. My left really? wrist. <laughs> Yes. Because <laughs> the night that I finished Mass Effect three, I straight up cried myself to sleep that night.
2: Really? Like
1: I it hit me so bad. Like that was like, that series really, like, tugged my heart a little bit here and there. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect what it, what it was. And then, like, so from then on, like, for years, I was, like, loved Mass Effect, anything Mass Effect. So I went and saw it. I was cool and just got N7 tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so the song lyric is from a band um, called Dream on Dreamer. I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not.
2: No, I haven't.
1: Um, they're They're really good. Uh they have uh, they help me through relationship stuff a lot of times too. Oh yeah. um but they're not they're they're from uh Melbourne. Okay. They have a song, um like out of my head is yeah, Infinity, that's what I thought. So yeah. Um <laughs> so they have a song, Infinity, and uh the in the middle of the song they have um, you know, remember who you are when you fall when you when you're falling from the stars, you got the world to gain. So, hmm. I just took out The Fallen Star and said, remember who you are. You have the world to gain.
2: That's lovely. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, That's inspiring. Oh, they are... and I have to go back and listen to everybody now. You got me wanting to hear them out, especially to you <laughs> guys.
2: <laughs> yep, it's time. It's time to go revisit your favorites.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> um with you know, with all this being said, and you know, now that we're we're kind of dying down the episode, I I, I do want to ask, um, mm-hmm. you know, if there was anything personal you could tell to to listeners to whether they're they're trying to to step out of of their current workforce and wanting to jump in the voice acting, or mm-hmm. um, if they're just starting voice acting, if if they need words of encouragement, um, from someone who's been who's been in their shoes, who's 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 gone on this path and who has who has their whole life laid out for, her and has been, you know putting her work in there is like doing it full time, you know, what would you say to the listener?
2: Oh my gosh. Okay. I have so much to say, but I'll, I'll minimize it a bit. Um, I would say, um, I think that hearing your voice, hearing your own voice is a really underrated thing. Um, myself, I'm a big proponent of, um, obviously empowerment, female empowerment, especially, Um, and as a survivor myself, I think hearing your own voice is so important in life. Even if you never do anything voiceover related, even if that's writing, um, or being creative, making art, whatever it is, it's still your voice. It's still your vision and, um, embrace that, listen to it because there are millions of people out there trying to tell you what you should think and what you should feel. And, um, Only you can really hear. You have this tiny little voice inside of you that is your own independent thing. And just, you know, it's great to let it out. And as far as doing it, as far as if you want to do voiceover, um, I just recommend don't get caught up in what mic you have. Don't get caught up in your booking rate. Don't get caught up in any of that stuff because it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, you can book just fine with a little tiny USB mic. And if you have good ears, you can fix whatever issues you have. And, um, what matters is your voice and your talent and being yourself. Everybody comes into voiceover thinking that they need to match a certain type, that they need to, uh, be something that they're not in order to succeed. And I think the most successful people are successful because they're themselves so just an extension of of hearing your own voice and putting it out there i think it's so important to be yourself and just do it don't get caught up in any of the details because they don't matter just do whatever you can and it'll be fine you'll learn things you'll fail but you'll learn things from it and that's the important part so yeah that's my piece
1: yeah that um- Thank you so much, Melissa, and, and thank you for for you know sitting down and talking to me tonight. Um, I feel like this is this has been a long time coming, and uh, yeah, and, it I, has. and I know that the the listeners are gonna be excited to hear this. <laughs> I hope so, and um,
2: I hope to you know talk to more voiceover people, more audio drama people, um, writers like you are freaking awesome, and um, you kind of make us voice actors look good, so yeah. <laughs>
1: thank you Melissa
2: yeah of course thank you for having me on it's been a ton of fun
0: this episode features Melissa Medina you can reach Melissa at hearmelissa.com and her social media handles listed in the show notes. Do you want more great podcasts like Personalized? You can go to gravityundone.net and find other podcasts such as Space Brains, Exit Plan, and My Creativity. Also, check out Melissa's own XY podcast. As always, we would love it if you followed Personalized on social media at pdpcast on Twitter and Instagram. Share with us your favorite episodes. Connect with our guests. Leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. I don't know. This week, we challenge you to give us your favorite pizza toppings, your favorite pizza combination. Personally, I like white sauce pizza with spinach and mushrooms. I'm a big veggie pizza person. Love veggie pizza. Lastly, I'm Abby Rose. You can follow me on Twitter at AbbyRoseVO or check out some of the work I'm doing over at HeyIt'sJolly.com. We'll see you guys next time. Have a seat, class, and let Fernard educate you.
2: From executive producer Persephone
1: Rose. We've all got something we're dealing with here, and sometimes things get rough. In a city populated by monsters and demons. I want six pizzas topped with your precious sacrificed goat comes the story of a pizzeria that also sells weed. Hey
0: G-Man, you got any new bud flavors?
1: One crew must face unprecedented challenges. Let me talk to your manager.
0: Anything with meat on it. You are definitely overcharging
1: me. Of all the terrible customer service atrocities. We just
0: have to push through and try our best.
1: Let the transference
0: of spirits begin. As the dough rises. Just what kind of business are you running around here, huh? And an empire.
1: We didn't order any stinking pizza! Hey, wait! What shop did you say you were from again? You weren't really going to kill him, are you? I told him you'd be nothing but trouble. Imagine my surprise when it turned out I was right.
0: Hey, boss. Fernie's gun and lust is another driver. Get me my silver bullet gun!
2: No! My offspring have a basic right to eat.
1: You are under arrest on cross-dimensional terrorism charges. We have extensive evidence
2: linking
0: you to massacres in at least six distinct
1: universes.
0: (laughs) Postal Roach Audio
1: proudly presents Emperor Pigs Pizza and Sigs.
0: Believe it or not, we've dealt with worse situations around here.
2: EmperorPigs.com